welcome to Keeper Chat. My name is Fauna. My name is Flora. And this is a weekly podcast where we chat about animals. We are both former zookeepers, and each week we pick an animal, we learn about it, and we our lives are better for it. Nothing we say reflects any past, present, or future organizations. All thoughts and opinions are our own. So let's why why don't we just start off 2022 by uh getting grimy? <laughs> I thought you were gonna ask me what my resolution was. Because I literally Absolutely, just, I will not. <laughs> I just told you not to. <laughs> no, I figured if you did, you would hang up the call and this would be a very shorter episode. <laughs> Bye, actually. <laughs> oh, just kidding. My resolution is to never speak to Fauna again. <laughs> I would love to get grimy instead. Thank you so much for saying that. Oh, of course. Uh, Flora, how are you? How's 2022 treating you so far? So far, I got pho today. I did spill a little bit on my thigh and burnt the fuck out of myself. So that's fun. You win some, you lose some. Um, (laughs) And I don't know. Work's been crazy. I think Mm. the new year, people, some of them have turned into maybe lizards or something where they like (laughs) forgot how to communicate or function or do anything right. And it's just like a lizard clacking away at a keyboard. That's what it feels like I'm working with out there. I think they just like (laughs) turn back their brains. You know, you like set your clock back Mm -hmm. whenever. Mm -hmm. I think that maybe they did that for the new year. That is what it seems. <laughs> Y2K, um, but with the brain. <laughs> it's actually horrible. And now I'm in like a business where they like nothing matters and you just like get time off. And so like I had over the holiday, like just a ton of time off the past two weeks. Yeah. I've just been like, I haven't done anything. It's been mm-hmm. really strange um, and surreal. And then I don't know, like coming back is hard, mm-hmm. um, but it's just meaningless and nothing matters which is like even stranger i don't know i love Suzuki that part. attitude like you would just be working the whole time you'd be like stressful right. and it's like when can i see my family like oh you never see him again die bitch and like all that but then yeah now i see them all the time i was here i like live with them and <laughs> i don't know if it's better or worse well I'm just spiraling i'm just spiraling yeah and i well i would argue that um it is better because you're not dealing with emotional and physical abuse oh it's oh <laughs> no it's better. it's better and you're also doing it in jam jams i did it i do it in jam jams sometimes i don't even change like from day to day i wake up and i'm in the same jam jams as yesterday <laughs> so stinky yeah it's a rest no day from the know. gym who cares mm-hmm. um but i also i played a board game already this year played nice. isle of cats which is a good one it's like um it's fun that it's like a it's like a I can't think of the word, but it's like a puzzle. <laughs> you like press the cats off an island and all the cats are different shapes, like Tetris oh, shapes. Okay. So you have to like fit them onto your boat so you can rescue them. Oh, I love that. Um, but so it's like resource management in that you have to like get enough baskets <laughs> to like management. <laughs> to get the cats Nerd. into the uh-huh. baskets. But it's also like a strategy puzzle because you have to like fit mm-hmm. them on your boat. Anyway, it's a good game if you haven't played it. There's a oh, lot of little cat fun. meeples, which is, like, literally the best part. <laughs> uh, but I decided that I was going to track my board games this year. Like, why not? Like, why not just yes. download another app that I put meaningless <laughs> numbers into? <laughs> why not? To track other things in my life. <laughs> what 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 better way than to, like, create, a like, a game out of another hobby that I do, right? So, like, I track my anime and my anime app and, like, marking them off gives me serotonin. Now my board game app will do the same. I like so, that. Started tracking board games. I didn't win, so I've got one loss for the year, 2022. My dad won, using the exact same strategy he used last time we played with the purple cats and won again. So he's banned from ever playing with me again. Damn, he can't get a purple cat. Fuck 
My family cheats at board games. But anyways. Or I guess he's batting a thousand. <laughs> batting a <laughs> hundred is not very good. <laughs> I don't know anything about baseball. It could be great. It's a thousand. He's batting a thousand. Okay. Um that's I do the same life. thing with my hobbies. I um, take something that's supposed to be relaxing yep. and enjoyable, good and reads. I attach stakes to it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Ratings on Goodreads, how many books you can read a year. Yep. 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 So annoying. But anyway, that's how I am. How are you, Fauna? Happy New Year. This is our first episode Aww. of 2022. Happy New Year, darling. Uh, oh, okay. I'm are good. You, who was that? Who was that? <laughs> Did you put your grandma on the phone? <laughs> that was me. Is that little Tim? What's his name? Little Tim. <laughs> it's actually his name. Little okay. Tim. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Tiny Timothy. Tiny Tim. <laughs> it's actually Tiny Timothy, you ghoul. <laughs> Have you Timothy. ever read Dickens? <laughs> <laughs> what was that one horrible thing I named one time and no one knew what I talked about? Christmas John. Christmas John. <laughs> I will never forget. <laughs> Same energy. Well, see, and you said it, and I was like, oh, yeah. I just thought it was like a goof, but you were talking about a real person. <laughs> I was. And, like, the Discord, half, like, not even half, maybe like a third were like, I knew exactly what you meant. And two-thirds were like, you're <laughs> fucking stupid. Right, right. Both can exist at the same time. <laughs> Whatever. No, I'm good. I actually, speaking of Goodreads, I ended 2021 having read 71 books. God That's damn the it. most... I've ever read in a year. I actually slipped the last one in at like 11.30 p.m. You were supposed to stop at 69. It was supposed to be sexy. I know, but I'm not a sexy person. Yeah. That's okay. 71, that's a fuck ton of books. Yeah. And my goal was 50. So I just have a problem, I think. I, I was know, like, like fuck this goal. 50 of them were picture books, right? Because you actually can't they, read. They were actually um, <laughs> picture books, uh, but romance. The other 21 were audiobooks. You've never learned right. to read, tragically. <laughs> right. They were all um, they were all graphic novels that were graphic, if you know what I mean. And the rest <laughs> were audiobooks. <laughs> Incredible. That's awesome. It still counts. Um, but no, so far the year's going well. Uh, my work has also been stressful. I agree with you. I think it's like a full moon because people have forgotten yeah. how to like human or something i just held accountable listen, for their actions <laughs> so many things are so easily accomplishable if people just talk to each other but when yes. they don't that's how mistakes are made and so yes. a lot of mistakes can be avoided if people uh read their messages and also speak so, from the start of the message to the end of the message right that's also helpful um and then if you can in turn uh, contextualize the message so that you understand what was said oh. and maybe respond, oh. then that's also helpful. But what do I know? What do you know? Nothing. I don't know anything. <laughs> Other than that, though, things are good. I'm excited. We've actually, um, we've we've pledged to do a return to our roots. This is a very exciting time at the Keeper Chat headquarters oh. with Flora and Fauna. I was like, who? Us. Oh, my God. Us, I wasn't following. <laughs> because if you are longtime fans of the show, you know that we started – this podcast with our first goof, mm. which was Flora being stupid, and it just took off from there. <laughs> it hasn't changed. Uh, <laughs> she was trying to say uh, letters of the alphabet, and she said letters of the internet, so we just decided to go with that. And so we've been doing Animals of the Internet on our first season of the show, and ever since then, it's just evolved further and further into deeper Badness. circles of hell. Mm -hmm. But now we're resurfacing, and we're going to revisit Animals of the Internet part two. Back so to for our the first roots. half of this year. Yeah, we're going back to back to basics, and we're going to be doing a different animal for a different letter of the alphabet. 
every week. I'm so excited. And we alternated last time and I started last time. You so, did. like, this is so perfect. It so it's perfect. like, yeah, like the animals that, like, you hate, like, you were like, I don't, like, oh my God, I have to pick from this horrible list. I guess I'll do I this hate one. the letter H. <sighs> or something. Now I'm going to hate it. <laughs> it's my turn to hate. <laughs> it's my turn. I can't wait. I think it's going to be great. And if you're interested in helping pick the animals that we talk about each week, you can head on over to patreon.com slash keeper chat. Our patrons get to vote each week. So if, like, the letter H is, like, your favorite letter in the entire universe and you're yeah. like, I've been waiting to recommend something. Hagrid. With Hagrid. I've been waiting my whole life to recommend Hagrid. You can do that by joining Patreon. Love to have you. So to start us off, good old letter A. What else would we start with but letter A? A. Wait, but we talked about this before, didn't we? We're like, why is the alphabet in order? Oh, yeah, that's a lot. I think I saw it on TikTok or something. <laughs> Why is there an order? I don't know, man. I didn't ask. Who put it in that order? Why? Uh, probably Pliny the Elder, dude. That guy has I his dirty it. little toes in every pie. <laughs> I knew it was him. I hate that guy. I was thinking about doing the bonus episode about him. Because who even is he? <laughs> who names her baby Pliny? <laughs> Someone out there is like, he looks like a Pliny. <laughs> is there any Plinys like right now? Hold on. This is important. Hot research. Isn't it like baby? Like, how do you, you know how, like, it says, like, how many people in the United States have your name? Oh, yeah. What's uh, that baby stats. Baby stats? Baby stats.com. Okay. Baby stats. I just made that up. <laughs> you fucking motherfucker. Why would I have baby stats in the back of my head? Why would I have that information readily available for you? I don't you? know, but you sound like so goddamn confident. Well, that's me, 2022. People, fauna, named confident. Pliny in the world. It just comes up with Pliny the Elder. <laughs> he was the only one. Wait, is he still alive? Yeah, he's Pliny the Elder, obviously. He couldn't shit. be called the, the old one shit, if he wasn't bro. old. Holy shit, bro. Okay, well, it's a non-zero number of people who are named Pliny then, actively. This is secret information. Okay, well, maybe I will do the bonus on him because... Um, Confidential. This is, a, this is a fucking cover-up. Because <laughs> I can't a even... treasure trove on Pliny. There was... Pliny family history. It's not a last name, you stupid fucking website. I don't think. Anyway. Or is it? Nothing yeah, I don't matters. know if The Elder is his last name. <laughs> the is his Might middle be. name. Elder is his last name. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> PTE. It requires more research. We'll get back to you. But we're going to start off strong with a bird. I love a bird. You and I love birds. I love talking about birds. Birds are number we're one. talk about the albatross. Thank you, Fitty P. We're suggesting the albatross. <laughs> what a fucking absurd sentence. Thank you, Fitty Pete. <laughs> Talk about cool names. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I love talking about a big Albatr bird, too. One of the biggest. Arguably. Honestly, <laughs> are, one could say. One could say it's the biggest fucking bird. Because it's it a seabird. It's a seabird. I love it when they're on the water. I love when they attach themselves to a specific body of water. <laughs> I love when they have a niche. <laughs> a niche. Do you say niche or niche? We've talked you about You know this I say niche, and I'll never say anything else. And I say Jeff, and I'll never say anything else. I am set in my ways. Yeah. You cannot convince me otherwise. Old man yells at cloud. <laughs> Flora yells at pronunciation. <laughs> Flora yells Die. niche. You can't get her to stop. <laughs> So this week, uh, talking about the albatross, we are in Kingdom Animalia, Phylum Chordata, Class Aves. Do you say Aves? aves. I don't. I think I, I might say Aves. I definitely don't say Aves. That's <laughs> horrific sounding. Well, I say Aves. 
and you can't tell me otherwise. That's We're right. in order Procella Reformes. That one you barely yeah. say at all. <laughs> Anyways, we're in family. Diomed. Uh oh. <laughs> I jumped ship halfway through. You were so confident in the start. Diomed day. Ooh, a lot of D's. Diomed day. Diomed day. That sounds good. Thanks. Um, that's the family, and that's as far as we're gonna go. Because guess what? There are four different genies. Four. Yeah. Wow. Four different genies and a bunch of species. And guess what? Scientists are constantly disagreeing over how many species there are. <laughs> you know how scientists be? And none are real because they're robots. Spies for the that's, government. That's correct. That's correct. Uh, but yeah, so within this family, there's going to be a bunch of different species. But luckily, they share a lot of characteristics. You know me. I love talking about big old groups of birds. And that's Just what we're going to do. Do them all at once. <laughs> Knock them out. And I love to cover the whole globe, too. And this albatross does just that they can range anywhere in like the southern oceans to the north pacific they don't however spend any time in the north atlantic <gasps> there are fossils that show that they were there at some point but that just ain't their what's turf, their beef you know? with the north atlantic i don't know they just didn't have a good time there but pretty much everywhere else you can find them um they spend most of their time on the water uh, because they are seabirds, so you're going to see mm-hmm. them in coastal areas. But when they nest, they do go to land. So that's usually cool. the best time to be able to check out an albatross is when they're on land. Chilling. Just chilling, yeah. So I mentioned that scientists don't really know how many species there are, but for the sake yeah. of this episode, we're going to say yeah. that there are 22 <laughs> species recognized by the IUCN. Confirmed. That's what we're going to go off of when we talk about conservation. If Pliny was here... He would write that down in his diary. <laughs> January 1st, 2022. There are 22 species of albatross signed Pliny. <laughs> That's probably exactly what it is. Pliny. <laughs> I'd love that. I'm going to I'm gonna name my next pet Pliny. Can't stop me. Mine was going to be a human. I'm going to doom them from the start. Name them Pliny? Pliny. Pretty good. You can't Pretty come good. back from that. Imagine if your name was Pliny Darwin. That's, whew, it's too powerful. You're probably like a supervillain or something. Too much. Too much. <laughs> yeah. uh, Flora, do you know anything about albatross? I know their biggest book. Big bird. I know that like they flew the rescuers. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> they sure I, did. Rescuers I down know under. <laughs> they've got like a hooked beak. And yeah. they have, like, wicked eyeliner half the time. So good. Cute babies. Yeah. Circling back to their biggest fuck. And that's it. This has been Flora's Bird Facts. <laughs> you are the bird expert in the group, so that was pretty good. Thank you. I studied so hard to get to this point. Oh, well, you've succeeded. The albatross are a group of large to very large birds. You already said that. I just, Check. I just Check that off the list. <laughs> In fact, they're the largest in that family, Procello Reformes. Okay. Um, they, or I'm sorry, that was that order, Procello Reformes. Okay. I just flipped through my notes. <laughs> the they wrong have page. winged <laughs> eyeliner. Where was I? They have winged back. eyeliner and also wings. Um, they do have that kind of hooked bill. It is long and kind of slender. You know what? Kind of looks like a hot dog if you cut it down the middle, like hot dog style. Sure. If you like, like when you cook it too long and it explodes in the microwave. Yeah. How do you eat your kinda hot dogs? Like that. On the grill? 
Or do you Listen. microwave them or do you put them on a pot of water on the stove? My preference is to microwave them. Minus two. Because they get sizzly. I Boiling them is a lot of work. And then what am I going to do with all the hot dog water? Drink it? Probably. Make ice cubes out of it and then you can put it in your lemonade. <laughs> cool down my lemonade on a hot day. <laughs> Grilling it is a lot. That's a lot. And I don't need it. I don't need it to be grilled to enjoy my hot dog. I can't and then it grilled. <laughs> pan searing it? Why not just microwave it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyways. I Me and food have problems. And grilled, I cannot. And I think boiling it in water makes it taste weird. It gives it a weird, slippy texture. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> Just put it in the microwave yeah. for like 10 seconds. Yeah, get then over flip yourself. flip it over 10 more seconds. Get You're over done. Yourself. And how many dishes have you used? None, because you wrapped it in a paper towel. Oh. <laughs> and, and that final 10 seconds, if you take the hot dog bun and you tent it over the hot dog. Hell and yeah. And then do final 10 seconds, it heats up your bun. Hell yeah. So And good. if you oh, cook man. it too long and it splits down the middle, you have an albatross beak now for your cosplay, for your albatross cosplay. <laughs> a two for one. <laughs> man, I really want a hot dog now. Fuck. So it's sizzly, fresh out the microwave. Olive ketchup and olive mustard. Yes. Oh, yeah. I like a little relish chew on my hot dog. I like them nice and wet. <laughs> Get it as wet as possible. Get that bun as wet as possible. I eat hot dogs just like Kobayashi. I was just going to say, I need it to be just as wet as Kobayashi so they can slip down my greasy throat. This is what the people come for. They don't come for the bird facts. So like it's natural. Yeah. Why do we need to chew? No, we don't need to. Hot dog is the perfect shape to just fuel me. It's a recommendation at best. Right, right, right. If you think about it, a hot dog is like pre-chewed anyways. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's just in a tube. Like, do you think my stomach right. acid can't dissolve that casing? We should tube more things. Oh, okay. 2022, year think of the it. tube. 2022. 20 tube. <laughs> 20 <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, Two well, year. this is the Happy perfect fucking time. <laughs> this is the perfect fucking time to drop this fact. Uh, so the bill, their bill, is composed of horny plates. <laughs> of course it is because it's made of a hot dog. But along the sides, they have tubes that's what their long nostrils are called <gasps> and they're from the former name tubinaires and they're oh. called tube noses <laughs> whoa 2022 wow full tube energy bringing in the new year very strong full of we've tubes. gone full tube yeah i love that uh the tube of an albatross is along the side of their bill whereas the rest in that order um they run along the top of the bill so it's a little bit different okay. so if you're looking at a bird and you're like i'm god I know that it's an order Procelliformes, but I, I just it. cannot tell if it's an albatross. Then if you look, and it's got those tubes on the side, that's how you can tell. Side tube? Side Top tube. It's albatross side tube. tube. Yep. Got it. Side tube is where it's at. I will um, never forget that fact. I, this is the fact I will remember <laughs> on my deathbed. <laughs> um, these tubes are handy, though, because um, they're not just there for show. They're not just there for aesthetic. They actually was? measure the exact airspeed in flight. God damn it. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. So it's like a speedometer? <laughs> uh, pretty much, yeah. They've just got a little dial on the side of their face. It helps them while they're flying to know their speed, and they can adjust accordingly. Fucking crazy. And this is actually <sighs> super important because it helps aid them in one of their types of flying, which is called dynamic soaring. So they need to know their airspeed so they can properly do that. <laughs> Anyways, pilots, 
go bonkers for them. Something <laughs> about that. Being like, this bird has everything we've always wanted. Something about it feels illegal. Like, they, like they're, are they allowed to know that even? <laughs> Why do you need that metric? <laughs> Who gave them that information? <laughs> I don't know, but they're using it. They're out there with it. There's nothing we could do about it. Unless That's we put freaky. little cotton up their nose. They've definitely got a chip in their head. They've had the yeah. COVID vaccine for years, and it's been right. transmitting the speeds of the world to them. These birds. <laughs> they probably know how fast the world spins in relation to, like, just themselves. Probably. And they're like, we need this to fly. And it's like, do you? Or do you need it to report back to the government, you fucking drone? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But anyways, they also have a pretty good sense of smell. They're using this to locate food sources, um, and they really don't use eyesight as much as they would, like, their (laughs) sense of smell, which seems weird to me, but okay. If you're looking at an albatross, like I said, big bird, it has the the largest great albatross, has the largest wingspan of any bird. Uh, It exceeds 340 centimeters, or 11.2 feet. 11! Other wingspans of albatross are, on average, like 1.75 meters or six feet. If if he was a person, he could play basketball. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Actually, if he could play so basketball, big. wait, if he was a person, he'd wait be really short. But his arms would be dragging on the ground. <laughs> he'd be able to dunk, but he'd not with those as arms. as tall as Danny DeVito, and then he would have the arms of, like, Michael Jordan. <laughs> The perfect human form. He would have the most upsetting, <laughs> upsetting. He would have gibbon proportions, bro. Yeah. Knuckles oh. be dragon. <laughs> you can reach you from All across, across the, the room. <laughs> Taps your shoulder. You look around. There's a man 12 feet away. <laughs> His arm strength, though, would be, like, if he worked out. Obscene. Arm oh, my God. Wild. 3.7 meters the or 12 feet in length. <laughs> That's nuts. If he went to the zoo, he could stand in front of one of those, like, gorilla things, you know, that they have to, like, check your oh, wingspan, and it would be, like, yeah. three times as long. He would, <laughs> he would, <laughs> he would school anyone that went up there and be able to fight them from a distance, like, not even. 11 feet. 12 feet at the, at the most. The, I feel, I don't know for sure, right. but right. I feel like the room I'm in right now does not have 12 foot tall ceilings. Like, he would be uncomfortable in here. Ew, imagine him if he's standing behind you. Well, he'd <laughs> have... got his wings out. Well, he'd have to stand behind me and then also be, like, crooked. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> for it to be a whole wingspan from, like, top to bottom. Imagine there's a massage bed behind you and he's laying on his side. Oh, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> he's got his wings out. Right. Just imagine he that He would fill quick. up my whole room. Fill up the whole room. He'd eat my cat. Oh, yeah. 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 There would be a lot of events that followed that first event. <laughs> God damn. So that wingspan is on fleek. And then their legs Insane. are also pretty strong. They don't have a hind toe, but don't let that fool you. Those three anterior toes are webbed, and they've got them strong legs. So they can, like, walk around pretty well on land. I would, <laughs> I would hope so. Imagine if he I couldn't walk. So. <laughs> he can Arms fly well, days? but he Cannot walk. <laughs> no legs. Just weeble wobbles when he's like walking around. Right, right. But actually I, he doesn't. I found Michael Jordan's wingspan. It's only 6.9 feet. Chump. <laughs> it would be two of him. Get dunked on, <laughs> bitch. 
<laughs> Double dunk. He, okay. Albatross Dave DeVito in the house. <laughs> He's actually um, on the Monsters team on Space Jam. <laughs> that would be their fucking ace Absolutely. in the hole. Why did they ever do Airbud when they could have done Air Albatross? Think about it. Think about it. There's always time. Movie executives. Put a bird on it. <laughs> I, I'm actually speaking directly to all the movie execs that listen to our podcast. I know There's you're out there. Several. All of Hollywood has got us on speed dial. <laughs> so here's something that I didn't know. Uh, Albatross, along with everyone in their order, have to excrete salts that they ingest by drinking the seawater and sure. eating the invertebrates that they eat. Yeah. Because of this, they have an enlarged nasal gland at the base of their bill above their eyes. So like, yes. I guess right in the middle of that forehead. Uh, and for a lot of species that don't need it, it's inactive. It's just there, but it doesn't mm-hmm. do anything. But in this order, it's a salt gland. <laughs> and while scientists don't exactly know what it does, they do know that, generally speaking, it removes salt by secreting a 5% saline solution that drips out of their nose or they forcibly eject from their nose. Fuck yeah, dude. So this guy's Her just shit. got like a little neti pot going up there, brewing constantly. Yep. Forcing all the salt out. That's a penguin's favorite trick is to sneeze salt water into your eyes <laughs> and on your face. <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> They're pretty great good. at it. So I'm assuming an albatross <laughs> would do the same, only bigger. <laughs> Just size And up. worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. <clears throat> and then also every guest ever is like, they have a cold. They've got the snowballs. Like as if there weren't other reasons to have like snot. They have a cold. Ma'am, please just leave the vicinity. He's got <laughs> angering the me. flu. No, he He's got the flu. Okay, you have the flu. He's Get lost. salty and he's sick of looking at your ass. Get lost. God. I wish they would all take a hike. <laughs> so the uh, plumage of the adult albatross, there's a lot of variation according to the species, of course, and where they live, but um, there's mm-hmm. going to be some version of a dark upper wing and white undersides. Sure. Um, they do kind of look like a gull if they're like sized up to <laughs> monstrous proportions. <laughs> <laughs> Um, a nightmare you're able version. to imagine that. <laughs> Sometimes if but, I squint, I get like bald eagle vibes. Not from them like sitting, but them like airborne because their wings oh. are so big and black and like they're so white. Sure. Why not? I don't know. What's a bald eagle look like even? Uh, all birds kind of look the same in the sky <laughs> to me. So but that's because I have bad eyesight. So <laughs> um, maybe not the best to ask. But yeah, there's variation. It depends on who you're looking at. If you're really that interested, you can look it up. I'm not going to try to describe all 22 species recognized by the IUCN. But um, some of them do have a very nice eyeliner, I will say. It's incredible. Really good. Um, The wings, though. The wings are where it's at, right? So um, they're very, very stiff wings. They're very long and thick. And then they have streamlined leading edges. Mm. Albatross are probably best known for their flight. And so whenever you see them, you're probably seeing them soaring. You see those big old wings. And because of that, they basically perfected flight with the wings. Yeah. Um, They're able to travel long distances using two different flying techniques that a lot of seabirds use. Uh, The first one is dynamic soaring. That's actually the one that they need to have their little speedometer (laughs) nose nostrils for. Okay. Um, And it's the technique used where they gain energy by repeatedly crossing between different air mass boundaries at different velocities. So it's sort of Mm. like a sloping thing. And they really don't have to expend any energy doing this except for when they're kind of like bucking down at the bottom and then at the top when they're going back down. Bucking. But everything wow. in between, they're just sort of like using the air currents and the changes they between them. They just hold them. their arms out. Yeah. To give them like the speed they need. Have you ever held your arms out for more than like 
60 seconds. <laughs> yeah, dude. It hurts <laughs> so bad. And they're just oh out here God. constantly T-posing. <laughs> Incredible strength. Dude. The stamina, the athleticism. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. Uh, and then the other type of flying technique they use is what's called slope storing. It's also um, a mechanism called ridge lift. So this is when wind <laughs> strikes an obstacle like a cliff or a mountainside or whatever. And it's large and steep enough to like shoot the wind upward. So then albatross will fly into this to gain speed. Do you ever cool, get right? Do you ever get exhausted that yes, we always. have a word for everything? Isn't that exhausting? <sighs> it is. Why do we have to do that? Can I don't we just, know. like, just not talk about some ending. stuff? Like, so we just don't need words for it? Well, that was, like, that Wordle you and I did the other day. Oh. The word We haven't even told the podcast. Rebus. <laughs> Rebus. We're obsessed with And I was with like, Wordle. is that a word? <laughs> We're obsessed with Wordle. If you guys aren't on the Wordle yet, get on the train. That's I, a resolution. It's, it's not new. We're, we're just getting to it. Wordle. <laughs> Google it. W-O-R-D-L-E. I don't know the website. It's a weird website in, like, the UK. But yeah. every day there's, like, a word puzzle. One a day, you get five chances, six chances to guess it. Yeah. It tells it's you, so like, what letters you you have in common with, like, the word. It's super fun. And then everyone has the same puzzle every day. So we share in the Discord, like, how long it took us and everything. It's super fun. But, yeah, Rebus, uh, like, was the other day and almost fucked everybody. Today Ended was me. trust. Right? I thought it was trust. <laughs> Broke my trust. <laughs> Broke my trust. I don't know what trust means. I know. I thought it was, like, train trestle but i think it's trained trestle so i still absolutely don't know what tress is <laughs> well that's what we're gonna look up after this episode huh i think we're supposed to learn the words that would be like an activity right we're like you're gaining knowledge from like doing a puzzle i'm just like i got it bye <laughs> i don't know what this word is what the fuck is a rebus okay bye. see ya <laughs> get on the world exactly what happened get exactly on it what happened. you guys it's super fun so anyway one day upside down Wing, right wing, left wing, bucking, whatever the fuck you just said to me. It's going to be a wordle and I'm going to miss it because I already forgot what you called it. But uh, Slope soaring. Yeah. It's, it's too much. <laughs> it's, I can't. I'm full. I can't take in any more words. <laughs> I'm full of trust and rebus. I can't take new words right now. I'm exhausted. But you know who's not? The albatross because they're very efficient flyers. You can keep going. You can keep fucking going. So um, the dynamic soaring uh, allows them to cover almost 1,000 kilometers a day, which is 620 oh, no. miles a day. Oh, no. Can you believe that? Without flapping their wings. Excuse me. <laughs> Long distance runner who? I... Cross country star who? Anyways. And we're like and then around slope... in a car. I can't handle that. No, that's a lot. That's too I can't much. drive that many miles in a day, right? No. Looking down the barrel of that much. That's too that's many miles. You gotta break it me. up. Yeah. Wow. And then the other method, slope soaring, is the one where they use the rising air on like a cliff. Mm. And um, that's going to help them on the windward side of large waves as well. So if the ocean is choppy, they can use that slope soaring technique use also. The water. And that's one of the reasons uh. that if you see like calm seas, you might see more albatross like sitting in the water because they're waiting for it to get choppy so that they can like do less work, you know? Wow. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? One day the world's going to explode. And the wind is going to stop. Imagine if it did. Then we're really fucked. What would the birds do? The shit. Well, I think if the world exploded. Yeah, but it's like might. gradual. Like, let's say step one. Slow no more wind. Explosion. Oh, I see. I see. And then everything would be like kind of stinky. And all the birds oh, would be like, be awful. What? All the bugs. What? 
Well, I think we would all die if there's no wind. That doesn't seem right. <laughs> I have to have at least a light breeze or I'll just die. <laughs> that doesn't seem right. Turn all my fans on. Say <laughs> right. Dude. Everyone has I to plug fans in. Night. That's what's going to happen. Everyone's going to plug fans in and blow them outside to create wind. We're going to overload the system. Power goes out. That's step two. Fuck. <laughs> This is a bleak future. I'm not interested. I'm not even interested in this thought exercise. Get me out of here. I'm having a bad time. Step three. They're going to release Air Albatross to theaters, but there's no power. No one can see it. No. So I'm then we just nuke the planet because no one can handle it. We've all been waiting for Air Albatross for years. No. <laughs> Fuck. Someone somewhere hits the big button. And I want to hit the big button. This whole thing resets. And then we wake up. This has all been the dream. Been a dream. The Matrix. Guess who it is? Pliny the Elder. He's in no! the system. <laughs> How did I know? How did I know he's behind this? That motherfucker. He's fucking strapped in to Ew. the Matrix. Don't talk about his strap. <laughs> <laughs> he's strapped, man. Ew. Sometimes I feel like, like I'm inside Pliny. <laughs> Ew. I think we are all anytime, inside Pliny's mind. Anytime you have deja vu, just be Ew. like, it's was him. that Pliny? <laughs> Ew, he's got his dirty little toes and all of our little brain pies. I don't like it. <laughs> Get out of here, fucking worm. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate. Existence is pain, dude. This is, I've had enough. Everything I say comes true. We've had this several times in the podcast. I know you. That's why you have to stop speaking entirely. <laughs> <laughs> You're a prophetic. Fucking Nostradamus returned. And I say the worst things I can think of. God. Get a life, lady. God. <laughs> Stop speaking to me. This is enough. I'm canceling the podcast for our own safety. This is not even an entertainment factor anymore. This is a threat. Don't at me on Twitter when the wind stops. That's all I'm saying. I won't. It will have been your fault. Horrible, horrible person. Anyways, back to this big fucking bird. Um, They have high glide ratios, which basically means that for every meter they drop, they can travel forward 22 meters or 72 feet. Oh my God, he's unstoppable. (laughs) He just goes and goes. Um, Their soaring technique is also aided by what's known as a shoulder lock. (laughs) It's like a fucking robot. Um, (laughs) It's basically a tendon sheet in their shoulder that locks their wing when it's fully extended. So he just locks it load. And wow. then it allows the wing to be kept outstretched in depots without any muscle expenditure. <gasps> That's what we need. That's what I need when I'm at the gym. I can't do it. <laughs> just need lock them in. <laughs> lock. Locked and loaded, baby. Wow. So he just becomes like a fucking fruit by the foot. Fucking steampunk just like bird is what long, he is. <laughs> long yeah. and straight. Oh, we were like an I, the rulers. Now we are a T. <laughs> you know, like the bendy, not the bendy ones, but the ones that like wobble when you flick them really fast. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's just like soft plastic. Really. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. Or a slap bracelet. He can be. I was thinking slap bracelet. Yeah. It can be a number of things. Yeah. I don't know if like you slap him, if his wings would wrap around your wrist. <laughs> like, <laughs> at fucking cling to you. speed. Like a little spider monkey. <laughs> Cute little watch, though. Um, so there's something here that I feel like they've got secret knowledge and I'm not going to be able to explain this, but the albatross in the southern hemisphere that fly north, they take the colonies in a clockwise route. And if they're flying south, they fly counterclockwise. That Why? seems like some government mystery something. That's the toilet bowl thing, right? 
everyone right, thinks the, the toilet bowls yeah. go the other way in the southern hemisphere. That's what I'm saying. I can't explain it, but here it is. So there's that. But they're basically so well adapted to flight and like this long distance flying lifestyle that their heart rate while they're flying is close to their basal heart rate when resting. It ain't wow. nothing so for them to like be doing not this. Even effortless effortless yeah the most energetically demanding part of flying is not the distance covered but like landing takeoff sure. and hunting once they find the food okay yeah that's pretty much it there is an assumption out there that albatross should be able to like sleep while they're flying because it is so effortless all right um, let's not get come on <laughs> neither confirmed nor denied uh, leave it fuck? up to you what the fuck there's no fucking way <laughs> i love to f- i love to throw these little tidbits out you know get people talking Maybe on your next uh, Tinder date, whoever out there is listening, she can bring that up and see sense. what your date thinks, and it'll be a cute little Al- moment you guys have together. Do you think Albatross can sleep while they're flying? Say it just like that, and then they'll never leave your side. <laughs> um, but for the most part, their flying is going to be used during foraging. They're not just doing it for fun, um, but they're going to look right. for different food sources. And because they're primarily a seabird, and they spend most of their time on their water, uh, or on the water. No, they the own water. it. It's theirs. <laughs> It is their land slash water. There's not necessarily like huge density of food sources. It's pretty patchy. So they're going to be looking at like little bits here and there. So they need to be able to travel long distances to find enough food to feed them gobs. Pretty important. (laughs) Gotta eat. I already mentioned that because of all the species, they are distributed at different places, Mm -hmm. pretty much around the world. Mm -hmm. Um, Just depending on their size and their lifestyle, they might spend more time out at sea. They might go farther distances from land. It really just depends. I'm not going to get into that. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, But most albatross predominantly eat uh, cephalopods, fish, crustaceans, and organ meat, also known as offal. Um, They can also scavenge for carrion, and they'll feed on, like, krill and zooplankton and stuff, too, if given the opportunity. I don't know how they fucking see it, but I guess if it's there. (laughs) Yeah. You know, sometimes when I'm inhaling my food, there might be like extra little bonus bits that I don't know are there. I've definitely eaten a bug. There you go. Extra bug. Extra protein. That's actually what's kept you alive all these years, that one extra bug. (laughs) It's like the difference. (laughs) There's just one bug inside my brain and he's literally controlling me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, actually that checks out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Different populations around the world might have more like predominant favorites of types of food. Just depends on where they live, what's there. Um, Most of the time, though, we only really know what they eat reliably based on observing albatross that are on land during breeding season. If they're spending most of their time at sea, we have no fucking clue. They could be eating blue whales. Who knows? I'm not saying that's a fact, but I'm saying it as a possibility. So (laughs) we pretty much just know what like, yeah, (laughs) some might say they eat blue whales. It's never going to get away. They do sometimes practice kleptoparasitism where Mm. they will harass boobies to steal their food. <gasps> they look like a booby in the face. I get like kind of booby vibes. Yeah. Big boob energy. Big boob. But it, I mean, if given the option, I would also practice kleptoparasitism. If yeah. someone has something good, you don't think I'm going to take a bite? And there are no laws? <laughs> Joking my ass. And I live by bird law? Okay. <laughs> of course. Yeah. That's definitely mine. Thanks. Um, It was thought up until rather recently that albatrosses were surface feeders and so they would only really like stop flying and go down to the surface to pick up like squid or fish or whatever that were Mm -hmm. pushed to the surface by currents or picking up stuff that was like you know half-eaten dead fish or whatever but uh they have recently found out that they can dive and so according to different species they might be able to dive different 
depths. Um, some species can dive on average like five meters or 16 feet. Some can go up to 12 and a half meters or Christ. 41 feet down. Christ. Yeah. And then they can also do like a plunge diving technique where they can snatch prey and then jet. So God damn. I don't know. I guess they can just fucking do it all, can't they? <laughs> they have they've controlling the land, the air, and now the water. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. Um, so the really cool thing about albatrosses is their breeding situation. Uh, they are colonial, which means that they will come back to a certain area of land and they're gonna do their whole like breeding situation. On land. Pretty cool. And they'll do that, like, together, right? So it'll be a large congregation of other albatross as well. They'll do this nesting on isolated islands so that they can kind of have them to themselves and so that they can avoid, like, mammal predation on the islands. So that's pretty neat. And um, they also like to make sure that they are on places that have good approaches from the sea in several different directions because they got to work up to go, you know? It's going to take a little bit to get these guys in the air. Yeah. It depends on the species what... Like how big the colonies and stuff are, but um, they all have different ways that they build their nests as well. Just, again, depends. But for the most part, most albatross species are what's known as philopatric, which means that they will uh, habitually return to the same colony, like nesting area, Mm -hmm. pretty much for the rest of their life. So that's pretty cute. They remember. They got that GPS. They've got the little little home with like the heart so they remember (laughs) it. (laughs) Um, because they live a lot longer than other birds, they do, in fact, delay breeding for longer as well. And then they'll invest more of their time and energy into the young. So they really only give birth to, like, one young at a time. Okay. And they'll put in a lot of effort, and they won't do it every year either. We'll do it right. Yes, exactly. They're like, we're going to raise Let's them go. right. They're going to be listening to Mozart in the womb. <laughs> They're yeah. going to get uh, organic food, all all the right stuff. They're teaching them to play basketball immediately. <laughs> <laughs> the killer trio be... of Mozart, organic food, and basketball. <laughs> He's going to be the next big star of Recipe Air for albatross. success. Triple threat. It is thought that albatross can survive upwards of 50 years. And in fact, wow. there's the oldest recorded albatross. It's a lace and albatross. Her name is Wisdom. She was oh. first ringed in 1954 as a mature adult. Cute. However, she was recorded as hatching another chick in February of 2021. That makes her at least 70 years old. Yeah. <laughs> she's the oldest confirmed wild bird and the oldest banded bird in the world. Ugh. Mother Earth. Wisdom. Is actually who she is. I, I love think. that for her. She control <laughs> the moment she goes, whew, if we thought 2020 was bad, if something happens to Wisdom. Dude, Wisdom controls the moon, I think. She's like the tape <laughs> on the planet. I think so. <laughs> the duct tape. I think so. <laughs> Um, albatross will reach sexual maturity slowly because of that long lifespan. After about five years, that's when they're sexually mature, but they won't even begin to breed for another few years. Um, usually what happens once they reach sexual maturity is they'll attend the colony prior to beginning to breed, and then they'll spend many years observing and practicing the breeding rituals and dances that their, um, like, colony mates do. Mm-hmm. Apparently it's really complex, so they have to spend a lot of time studying up. Um, once they get back to the colony, after they've spent all these years learning this language, they then have to try it out. So they have to practice it also, because while they might be able to, like, know what other birds are trying to communicate, they might not be able to communicate that same thing, if that makes God, sense. God damn. And so, what? Yeah. Not only do they have to, like, learn the dance, they have to learn, like, what vibes the other dance is putting off and be able to, like, react accordingly. Apparently it's very complex. That's so complicated. Yeah. 
But they go through this trial and error process. Um, the young birds will kind of learn and perfect the dances. And then obviously if they have other like older birds to watch, then this will go a lot faster. But they perform a number of synchronized dances like uh, that involve preening, pointing, calling, bill clacking, uh, staring, <laughs> and like other different vocalizations and Just like staring. flying things. Yeah, I love staring. I was like, okay. <laughs> Anyways. Gotta transmit the vibes. You gotta get a feel eyeballs. for it. <laughs> you gotta eyeball them. Give them, give them the stink eyes. They gotta see, see your vibe. fucking winged eyeliner, dude. Someone's <laughs> well, gotta appreciate that. Put so much that. effort into it. Yeah. <laughs> Want to make sure someone fucking sees it. <laughs> when they do first return to the colony after spending all these years like studying all these techniques, they might perform dances with a bunch of different partners. But after several years, that uh, interaction number will drop until they find one partner and then the pair is formed and then they're bonded for life. So they actually like, once they're bonded as well, they still kind of per- like perfect their dance. Um, and they create like an individual language between the two of them that bonds them even more, which is cute. And it's said to be unique to each pair. Oh, Isn't that fun! They're special. They've got their own little like code words, I guess. Oh yeah. <laughs> it is observed, though it's very rare that like divorces of a pair can happen. Okay. Um, most of the time, they're not going to do that because they do have such a long lifespan that they've put in all this reproductive effort it doesn't make sense to divorce them and usually it'll only happen after several years of breeding failure so right is what it It is doesn't work out right um but then once they find their partner they're going to move on and to like the egg laying and chick rearing which is a huge uh parental investment for both parties sure they will usually lay just one egg a year but they don't lay them consecutive years because they're spending a lot of time Mm -hmm. raising that chick and the chicks are very cute, as They're said. so cute! They're very fuzzy and They're so fluffy. cute! <laughs> Unreal. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's cute. Both parents will incubate the egg in stints that will be anywhere between, like, one day to three weeks. And then incubation will last between 70 to 80 days, which is the longest incubation period of any bird, putting a lot into it. In fact, this is such an energetically demanding process that they will lose a good deal of weight while they do this as well. Yeah. (laughs) Once the chick is hatched, they'll guard it for three weeks until it's old enough to defend and thermoregulate itself. And then, of course, they'll feed it during this time as well. Um, They'll just do any of the food they would normally eat as as well as providing them stomach oil, which is this like oil that they have. Do you know about stomach oil? You're a bird person. No. Okay. Apparently it's this like oil that they have that is just like kind of the runoff of natural dietary lipids found in their proventriculus. Okay. Right. Had Um, that in my back pocket. Well, you never know what bird facts you have (laughs) floating around the old dome. Christ. (laughs) Stomach oil. But yeah, they're like, um, here's some leftover oil. Please enjoy. Have and this. So they give that I to made it for you. Baby and baby eats that. Very cute. Baby's like, I love this. Uh, the chicks do take a pretty long time to fledge. It can take upwards of 280 days. And then when they do fledge, they're usually like the size and weight of their parents. <sighs> pretty cool. So cute. Albatross have been pretty popular in various cultures around the world because they are pretty much found worldwide. Um, a lot of different cultures have them in, like, myths and legends and that sort of thing. Okay. Especially with sailors because they're found so often at sea. That tracks. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> um, there was – it. I think it just kind of depends on, like, what boat you were on and, mm-hmm. like, what culture you Do were in. Do they want to fuck it? 
Because that's, I feel like that's at least one of them. I think at least one boat was definitely on, like, the fuck boat. Like, they're like, there's a flying woman. (laughs) Look at that woman and her big, beautiful flying breasts. She's got big, white breastuses. Dude, they could not fucking see. (laughs) Those men could not fucking see (laughs) to save their lives. Scurvy. Um, No doubt they popped a few boners over this bird. I think some of them um, hunted and, like, killed them for fun. Oh. Which is great and then there was a myth though pretty widespread widespread myth from sailors that said that shooting or harming an albatross is disastrous oh because they thought that they were um souls of lost sailors yeah it gives you bad luck yeah you get bad luck so i heard that and i'm not even a sailor (laughs) i guess the ones that like (laughs) killed them and fantasized about them maybe didn't hear that myth right or didn't care one or the other. They or loved both. their dead sailor bro. They did. They're like, oh no, Gerald, he died, and now I'll never forget him. Bird. And every time I see this big-breasted bird, I think about him. <laughs> <laughs> I just think if they saw like a manatee and thought it was like a straight-up mermaid, that they probably like saw a this woman. bird and thought it was an angel or something. <laughs> <laughs> no fucking doubt. That's yeah. They're like, oh my god, is that a, a woman? No, it's flying. It's Gerald. Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> they're ha- they're out there. They're out there having a hard time. Imagination runs wild when you're stuck on a so. boat. <laughs> well, you're seasick. Like, you're, you know, fucking vitamin C deficient. <laughs> like, no Going one can it. see. Everyone has terrible eyesight and you're all sunburned and, like, dehydrated. The I don't think that's, like, <laughs> are probably horrible. Yeah. Vibe check? Bad. Bad. <laughs> bad, bad vibes, I think. Bad. <laughs> terrible. Oh, anyways. Albatross are pretty popular. People around the world go bird watching for them and because they're so fucking big you can usually see them (laughs) from pretty far away (laughs) everyone can usually get a slice they do face a number of threats though uh historically people have uh, hunted them for their feathers because they use their feathers for shit i guess i don't know why and they are a big byproduct of bycatch so there's a specific type of fishing called longline fishing where they use like a one big main line that has baited hooks attached at intervals along yeah. the line. Yep. Did you know that those hooks are called snoods? No, they're fucking not. 2022, Return of the Snood. Are you kidding? No. <laughs> Did they do that on purpose? Dangly yeah, bit. It's, it's actually a... Is it erectile? A, <laughs> That's what <laughs> I need to know. erectile fleshy protuberance. If you're, not a, if you're not a patron, you don't know what we're talking about because we did the turkey bonus episode. Which was the most horrific sentences you've ever you've ever uttered to me in your ear in yeah. sequence? Yeah, you said so many horrible things. I did, and they're just for you. And you can one also of them, to them. <laughs> was fucking snood. I did. I said snood a bunch, and then I also told you what it was, and it was awful. So. Carunkle. Carunk. Um. So yeah, return of the snood. Wow. Uh, those are on there. Sure. But the albatross and like other seabirds, which will, if you remember, they readily feed off of offal, which is like those yeah. burning bits. Um, they're attracted to the bait that's set on the hooks on the main line. And so they go for oh. it and then they get hooked and then they're attached to the line and then they drown. And it's horrible. No. Um, it's estimated that 100,000 albatross per year Whoa! are killed because of this. That's too many. Yeah, it's way too many. So there's been a lot of work to try to eliminate some of the threats that longline fishing pose. I already mentioned also that the islands that they choose to settle on during uh, breeding are presumably, ideally, some say, uh, free of mammals. (laughs) 
They don't oh, want any like yeah. fucking rats or like introduced species on islands coming and eating their fucking Chilling eggs. with your beautiful baby. And there's yeah, just like great. a murderous man. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm good. So they look for uh, that solitary from the mammals. And then, of course, ingestion of plastic is a huge issue as well. Um, while the plastic might not necessarily be the thing that specifically kills them, starvation is because they fill up on plastic and then they don't realize that they're not hungry for real food and then they starve to death and it's horrible. I hate Anyways, that. Anyways, uh, scientists and conservationists uh, working <laughs> I can't. are working with governments and fishermen around the world to help find solutions to a lot of these threats. So BirdLife International and the people that run the Save the Albatross campaign have done a lot to help find solutions to especially like the long line fishing yeah. issue. Um, part of this involves avoidable. Yeah, me. for sure. As someone not related to the industry at all. <laughs> I don't have like any could... information on this or experience, but, but it I seems feel like, like an expert and I feel like we could fix that like real quick. <laughs> Maybe just don't. What if we just well, there, didn't? There are some techniques that they can use to like keep albatross at bay. Um, some of those involve setting the bait at night when they're less active. Um, some of it involve dyeing the bait blue. So that oh. they can't see it. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> apparently, they can set the bait underwater, um, so it's not just like floating on the surface, and yeah. you know, like out of sight, out of mind, right? <laughs> yeah. They can increase the amount of weight on the line so that it hangs out underwater as well, so it's not on the okay. surface. And then they can also attach bird scarers to the line to, yeah. like, like scarecrows to <laughs> keep them at bay, so that they reduce the amount of seabird bycatch. Pretty helpful. Um, they've tested a lot of these underwater um, setting device, I guess, patents uh, in New Zealand with scientists and fishermen there, and they found that they're pretty successful, and they were able to um, see how albatross interact with them, and it was uh -huh. greatly reduced. So that's good. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Do that then. Do all those. It seems super helpful. Yeah. Um, conservationists are also focusing on island restoration, making sure that they albatross have like safe places to hatch their eggs. Island restoration also involves removing any introduced species that might threaten native wildlife, specifically like those mammal species I mentioned. Yeah. And just making sure that they have protected land where they can go and not be killed is good. Ugh. It's a good thing to do. <laughs> the thing that's horrible about animals eating like plastic and shit and dying is like the fact that then they die and then the plastic just goes back to the ocean. Like it's not... Yeah. Getting dissolved in their stomach, and then it's like, oh, it just killed, like, that bottle cap just killed one. The same fucking bottle cap has probably killed, like, 35 fucking fish and birds and turtles and yeah. shit. Because everybody's it's eating it, decomposing, and then it gets, like, washed back into the ocean again for round two. Yeah. And it's, it's so sad, because you see, like, the pile of bones from the dead animal, and then you're right. It's just, like, just plastic, plastic looking completely new, and then it just gets washed yeah. right back in. Yeah, it's horrible. It it's really horrible. horrible. Little birds, they just love shiny things. They can't help it. They can't fucking help it. They got a <laughs> brain. Poo brain. <laughs> Give them a goddamn break. Christ. Another really great action that's being taken to protect albatross and other seabirds is the 2001 treaty called the Agreement on the Conservation of Albatross and Petrels. Um, that's another oh, bird in that fuck family. Fuck petrels. They eat petrels. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe All my not, homies hate petrels. Not conservation of those. <laughs> fuck y'all. Um, it's been ratified in 13 countries, though, and it requires the countries that participate to take specific actions to reduce bycatch, pollution, and to remove introduced species from nesting islands. That's been really successful. So that's been a, a great thing that people have done. Wow. Good uh, for fucking as... <laughs> <laughs> Great for the albatross. Ignore the pestrels. <laughs> Flora had her way. They would be gone. <laughs> Correct. 
JK. As far JK. as um, Albatross in media, really the only one I could think of was Wilbur from Rescuers Down Under, dude. Like, dude, Rescuers Down Under, but he's the best. He's so good. He's so got a scarf and his little aviator goggles. Like, so voice ready to fly. I don't think I've seen that movie in ages. What's your, what do you prefer, Rescuers or Rescuers Down Under? Rescuers Down Under. I'm not even, I can't even tell you a single item from Rescuers. But that's the one where there's that woman who wears that red dress and she has and like alligators. a horrible, yeah, horrible haircut. And she's or got that, that man that works with her with that annoying voice. And they lower Penny down into the water and she has to get the like diamonds out of the Okay. Skull. Okay. So maybe I have them combined in my brain. Yeah. But the alligators <laughs> one is the regular rescuers. Is that right? Yeah, that's the first one. Okay. okay rescuers okay. Down Under has the like Australian hunter yeah. or something, that eagle. Yes. My family was eight up with the Australian version. Like some of our families from Australia or whatever, they were just like, "This <laughs> that would be why <laughs> this is it." Like this was made for us, dude. That movie's so good, though. I love that movie. So good, so good. Anyway, if love you haven't Wilbur. watched Rescuers Down Under in a while, check it out. Wilbur's also great. He's got a great attitude and he's a helpful sidekick, and we love to see it. And he's like kind of dumb, but who isn't? Right, dude. Honestly, <laughs> who are we to talk? <laughs> the only like, other. Thing I can think of. This is not albatross related, but maybe it should be. Oh, is that okay. song by Cake? Like he's going the distance. Oh, she's going for speed. That's the one. He's yeah, all that's alone, exactly how Cake alone, sings it. In her time of need, and I just feel like maybe it's about albatross. I mean, not the speed part, but going the distance. I don't see why it wouldn't be. I'm no gonna trophy, call Cake no flowers, this. no Find flash out. bulbs, no line. He's haunted by something he cannot define. That's gotta be it. It ticks too many boxes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, that's all I got in the Albatross. Thank you all for joining us this week. I'll hit you with a quick TLDL. Uh, this week we covered this big old bird. It's a seabird, spends a lot of time out on the sea, and has a lot of adaptations that suit it well for long-distance flight. Albatross are found pretty much all over the world except for the northern Atlantic. Nobody knows why. Don't ask any questions. And they eat a variety of food, mostly just sea critters that they can find on the surface. They are capable of diving, but for the most part, they're just going to be soaring around vast expanses of the sea looking for food to eat and then taking it back to their colonies where they uh, lay their eggs and hatch them. The adults will... I just like dissociated. <laughs> Uh-oh, um, Pliny. He's hacking in. Oh shit. He's trying to take control. Don't let him. And he's too soon. <laughs> the adults form monogamous permanent pair bonds and they have equal investment in their chick. And they can live for quite a while. In fact, we talked about Wisdom, who's the oldest known bird in existence. She's at least like 71 years old and still fucking going. So. Raging out there. Um, all hail. She's probably full of queen fucking. Of, queen of the sea. She's <laughs> she probably wisdom. full of fucking plastic. <laughs> they have a number of different uh, breeding rituals that involve very complex uh, dancing and conversations and other cute things you know how it be i'm not going to give you all the dates you can listen to the episode for that but they are very popular throughout culture and history as well um unfortunately one of their biggest threats i didn't even say their conservation situation um oh, yeah. most of them are threatened in some form or fashion of the 22 species that the iucn covers 21 have some level of concern <laughs> um two are critically endangered seven species are endangered six are near threatened and six are vulnerable so they do face a lot of threats ingestion of plastic in the ocean is a big one pollution is another one um accidental catching as far as part of bycatch with long line fishing is yet another so there's a lot of effort being done to mitigate those effects change the way that long line fishing is done and to provide protected islands where the albatross can lay their eggs without getting eaten 
that's it. We hope y'all enjoyed. Uh, we're excited to be revisiting the Animals of the Internet Part 2. Again, if you're interested in being able to vote on the animals that we talk about each week according to the letter of the alphabet, you can do that at patreon.com slash keeperchat. Yeah. We have a few different tiers set up, both our Pants Patron and our Grime Gang tier. Get access to that as well as monthly bonus episodes. I think we have like anywhere 40. between... 35 and a thousand episodes some would say that you're able to listen to (laughs) Um, immediately right upon entry in addition if you join our grime gang tier you also get bonus access to our discord server where you can talk to us all the time um, annoy us send us memes full of agony in there nothing it's nothing but suffering it's great you're gonna love it Also, we encourage all of our listeners to rate and review us on iTunes or Podchaser. For every rating and review that we receive, we donate $5 to the conservation organization of our patrons' choice. We've been waiting. We haven't had that many rating and reviews lately, so we've been waiting to save them up so we can donate a meaningful contribution to an organization. So if you haven't rated or reviewed yet, please go do that. It really helps out animals in need. Hope you're all doing well in 2022. This is, remember, 2022, year of the tube. Year of the tube. Um, Go enjoy a tube, and we'll catch you on the flip. Smell you later. Bye.